Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, and influence. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, businesses come and go, make people believe in you. And joining me on today's show is Victoria Kennedy. Victoria is the CEO of Victorious PR, an agency that gets entrepreneurs and internet marketers into the biggest publications in the world, including Instagram and Facebook verification. Now, specifically on today's show, Victoria is going to share how to position yourself as the number one authority in your niche, how to get your dream clients coming to you, as well as becoming an industry leader through the power of the press. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You are so very welcome. Tell us, Victoria, how did you get into your area of expertise? Was it something that you'd always um, thought of or was it something that just happened through circumstances? Love to get a bit of a snapshot in your background. Yeah, it kind of happened. I sort of fell into it. My background is in opera singing. I'm actually uh, an opera singer and I toured all around the world singing opera. And the thing about being a musician is you have to sing for your supper. It's very true. You know, you need to know the right people, being able to pitch yourself so that people will buy your music and people will hire you to sing at their events. So I learned very quickly how to do my own PR. I didn't know it was called PR, but that's what it was. So in doing that, it helped me and enabled me to get a very good music career. And then it was a perfect transition when I started my own business of getting my own PR. For me, it felt like old hat. It felt very easy to do until other marketers were coming to me and saying, Victoria, how are you getting all these things? How is this happening for you? And I'm like, don't you know? It's so easy. And I realized I could help a lot of people become industry leaders because of my background in PR. And um, when I transitioned from opera singing to real estate, I actually started a real estate marketing company. We were able to hit six figures in nine months. We never ran a single paid ad. Um, Very quickly, I became an Inman Brand Ambassador, which is the number one real estate publication in the world. They asked me to be a brand ambassador. They only asked 35 people. I became a contributor. They asked me to speak to over 1,000 realtors at their virtual event. And just because I knew exactly what I needed to do in order to become number one in my industry, which was real estate. And I realized that this is an important skill to have for any business owner is learning how to get that authority. And so that's why I started my PR business because I'm very good at it. I know exactly how to do it and I'm able to help other people leverage their brand to get that authority. I love that um, that your story, and I'm so glad I asked that question because I know that uh, many people may be in a situation because of circumstances that have now uh, encouraging them, or maybe in some instances requiring them to look at other opportunities. So from opera singer to PR, um, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about what are some of the things that we need to get into place that'll enable us to position ourselves as that number one authority in your niche. What are some insights you can share here? 
You know, I always like to tell people and on podcasts, you know, recessions come and go, right? Pandemics happen out of the blue. Natural disasters happen out of the blue. Your business is thriving. And then who knew overnight everything was just going to shut down? You know, we never know what's going to happen. Those are things we can't control. But I do know that the one thing that no one can take away from you is the power of your personal brand, your name, the strength of your name, the trust the authority, the credibility that people think of when they think of you specifically, no one can take away. It doesn't matter if a recession wipes out your business tomorrow. You can start a brand new business if people trust in you. I mean, look at me. I'm a living example. I was doing real estate and then switched to PR and built my business to six figures in four months, you know, in a brand new niche in the middle of a pandemic. Why? Because people trust me because I've spent so many years of my life being a trustworthy person, building up my brand. So people see this is a person of integrity. And if she's doing something different, I know she's going to be good at it. And so that's what I want to tell the people. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And just like, as you said before, I was an opera singer and now I'm this, whatever it is you are, you can do whatever you, you want. Now is the great reset. Now is you know, people are, are popping up. New businesses are popping up left and right. This is the great reset. Use this as an opportunity to build your brand, to then do whatever business you want, because I promise you, people will follow you if they believe in you. Mm-hmm. And Shabit, thank you for that comment here. Yes, power of your own brand. I'd love for you just to, to make sure that we're all on the same page because someone might be thinking, okay, Victoria, build my personal brand. What does personal brand mean for you? And what are some of the things that you intentionally put into place? Because I'm sure there was some intentionality there. You're talking about building trust and so forth, which of course is so very important. But firstly, what does personal brand mean to you? means your legacy. It means when people think of you, what it is that they're thinking of, you know, whether you think you have a personal brand or not, and maybe some of you are thinking, Oh, I don't have a personal brand. You know, my Facebook is all over the place. I have memes and pictures of my babies and all these things. And those things are wonderful. That's part of your brand. Whether you know it or not, you are creating your brand consciously you know, or unconsciously, but either way you're creating it. You're telling people, this is who I am. Now, if you're running any sort of business, which if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are, people are going to be looking at every aspect of what you do online, your digital footprint, and they're going to be putting together their own idea of what your brand is, of who you are. So I always say to people, you know, life changes, things change, and people are going to put you and brand you, whether you want to or not. You might as well control the story that people are saying. You might as well control your own destiny. That's why branding and personal stories are so important because guys, they're putting you in a box. They're thinking about you in a certain way. Think about your friends, your business owner friends on Facebook. How do you think about them? You think about them, how they choose to present themselves. So why not take responsibility, take ownership and say, all right, if you're going to think about me this way, then I'm going to control the narrative and make it so it's a powerful brand that supports me and supports what I want to do. So I'd love to ask you, Victoria, because there may be people that are also going through a transition at the moment. I'd love to just to find out some insights that when you are intentionally moving from the opera singer to then getting into the real estate business, what was the transition? What what were some of the things that you did? Did you suddenly start to share more content and and build that personal brand and awareness, reputation, you know, trust in, in that field? Or did you do it more slowly? What, what were some of the steps you took? I love that question. 
question. Thank you so much for asking. I think a lot of people, when they're switching from something that was their identity for so long, and like you said, I'm sure a lot of people are watching this and maybe you lost your job, or maybe you're thinking, you know what, now is the best time to do this business that I've always wanted to do before in my life, right? I lost my job, I guess. I got kicked out of Europe. They wouldn't renew my visa. I had to come back to America. I had to start from scratch. No one knew me in America. I built my, my career in Europe. You know, and I thought I have, uh, there's not like there's opera singing jobs in America around the corner, you know, <laughs> and I thought, uh, what am I going to do? I have to reinvent myself. And maybe you're listening at home or thinking the same thing. Maybe you're thinking I lost my job or I don't want to do this anymore. I need to reinvent myself. How do I do this? A couple of things happen. One, we feel fear. Two, we think we need to ask permission. We think we need to get permission from our family, our friends, or people on Facebook, because all of a sudden they might think it's crazy that we're selling Scentsy candles now, or now we're doing real estate. Like I had never done real estate in my life. I knew nothing about real estate. I was an opera singer. Then all of a sudden I was thinking to myself, like, are people going to think it's weird? But all of a sudden I'm posting about marketing and real estate now. And then I just thought to myself, I don't care. Like it's my life and I get to live it how I want to live it. So if you're listening at home, one, look at fear straight in the eye and say, I see you fear. I see the fear. Yes, I am scared. Like the fear is going to be there. You know, it's going to be there. But look at it and say, I'm not afraid of you. The ability to adapt is the number one superpower post pandemic world. It is. Okay, everybody says grit, grit, grit. No, you can't stick with a job for 30 years anymore. Those days are behind us. There's not going to be a job available for you for 30 years, okay? Technology is changing so quickly. The new superpower is adaptation. How quickly are you able to adapt? That's the new skill of the future. So if you say, okay, you know what? Right now, this isn't going to work for me. This is who I am now. You'd be surprised how quickly people adapt to the new you. First of all, you have permission, not that you needed anybody's permission, but you have permission. Now is the best time to adapt. And the quicker you can adapt, the quicker you can move on with your life. Just go at it. Just go for it. It took about a month and a half for my Facebook friends, fans, whatever, to accept that I wasn't doing opera. I was doing this now. And of course, I got the random messages of like, you quitting singing or you giving up on singing. And of course it kind of hurt, but I just ignored it. Cause I thought I'm going to go, I'm always going to be a singer. I'm always going to do it. And I'll go back to it when COVID's over, maybe, or maybe not. But right now, all I care about is the present moment and what I'm presently doing, what I'm presently focused on. And that's all you can do is stay confident in yourself that you're going to figure out whatever it is, stick with your course and be adaptable. I love that. And, and, and it really is, uh, I think, something that will stop people is that uncertainty. Shall I? Shall I not? Will I? Will I not? And then whatever content that they do end up sharing, and I know we, you're going to share some insights into that in, in a moment, but whatever topics and, and information you share really doesn't land well. And often it's because you haven't made that decision. This is what I'm going to do. I'm setting this intention and I'm going to put everything behind that. And I love the way you've done that. And there will be some people that go real estate, others that can go, that'll go, you know what? Fantastic. Congratulations. How can I support you? So, okay. So you made the decision to really start to focus in, in real estate. What were some of the things that you did? And I'm sure these are insights that we can also adapt and adopt within our industries too, to get our dream clients coming to you. What were some of the, the things that you did that worked really well? Yeah, I did a lot in networking, which of course we can't do now because of COVID. But the next best thing is, you know, 
it's funny because they call you the queen of podcasting, which I know now why, because you're awesome at it. Uh, But they call me the queen of organic marketing because I love reaching out organically to people. When I, like I told you before, my real estate business was all no paid ads. I didn't have any money for paid ads, so I didn't use them. I really did it the the old fashioned way. I'd send people a message on Facebook. I talked to them and uh, ended up booking a call and, and selling my services that way. You know, yeah. guys, and, and that's the way business is done. Just because you can't do it face to face, it's still a people to people business. And the people who are taking the time to reach out and have a real conversation on Facebook, on LinkedIn, you know, saying, Hey, how are you? How can I provide value to you? This is what I do. What do you do? Hey, maybe we should jump on a call. That's how business is done. It's still person to person. It's just digital now. And did you find that um, as you were reaching out to those people, I mean, obviously we we hear of situations where um, people have given feedback that they feel, uh, they've been spammed, that people haven't taken the time to build a relationship because that's what I'm really sensing from you. Authentic relationships, really provide, wanting to provide value, building that, that trust. So what are some insights that you've learned and that you can share so that people don't unnecessarily land themselves in the, hey, I can see right through that tactic and you're really trying to make a sale? Because it relationship building takes time, doesn't it? So I'd love for you to share some insights so that people can do that intentionally and the way in which I know that you are meaning them to do. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that up because you're right. A lot of people just think like, send messages, send messages, send messages. It's not about the volume of the messages that you send. It's about the quality, you know? And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, Victoria, this sounds overwhelming. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like all these messages. No, guys, it's just the quality You know, it just takes 30 minutes, an hour a day, sending a couple messages, right? Like ad for me, it was realtors, for example. And now for me, it's marketers and entrepreneurs because I serve them for PR. You know, it's adding a couple of them today and just sending a message. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm Victoria. How's it going? How are you? You're good. Hey, me too. You know, I went kayaking this weekend. What'd you do? Cool. Hey, I saw online that you're killing it with your program. Like, congratulations. I saw you won a two comma club award. That's amazing. You know, you must be really awesome at what you do. That's great. Right. And then they, thank you, Victoria, that you noticed that. That's really cool. What it is. What did you do? Well, I do PR. I help entrepreneurs. I get them in top publications. You know, hey, that's really awesome. I think that's something me and my business can do. Really? Well, maybe we should jump on a call. And this works like that, guys, because I was just leading with I'm generally interested in this person. And that is there's no way someone's going to say that spammy. There's no way someone's going to be like, oh, you're spamming me because you're asking how I'm doing. You yeah. know, I mean, and, them long, will it, Victoria, for them to realize that, hang on a minute, this is genuinely someone who is generally interested in in how I, I am. And uh, I love the way that it just then transitions naturally in, into that conversation, which is true. So let's let's also then talk about, because um, I'm sure you've got lots of expertise in PR. <laughs> I'd love for you to, to share that. It's so relevant. And uh, we had a conversation that or, or a comment here. Julie said, PR is essential right now. Absolutely. Yeah, and an actual PR, public relations, I mean, whether we create our own platforms or whether we are, are looking at getting on other people's platforms, it's it's always been important. 
and ever so now important to you. And of course, that by being consistent and, and showing up across different platforms, I'm sure is a, just another perfect way to get dream clients to come to you too. So, becoming an industry leader through the power of the press, let's talk about some of the things that may have changed and, and maybe there are no things that have changed uh, to do with now trying to get on, on press, different press, because of what's happened. Are there changes that that now because of what, what has happened globally that we need to shift some of the ways that we may have been approaching press previously? Do we need to do things differently? What, what's shown up there? I love that question. Absolutely. Before there were a lot more networking opportunities. There were a lot more speaking in-person opportunities, which of course we can't do now and we don't know when we're going to get to do again, quite honestly. But what's really wonderful is that people are craving content and not just any content, really valuable, uplifting content now more than ever before. There is such a demand because everybody's just turning to online because that's all we have right now. We can't go out. We can't go socialize. So now more than ever, if you're listening to this, we need your voice. We need your positivity. We need your light and your value into the world. The world is begging for content. It has never been easier to get, you know, as a PR person, it's never been easier if I have a positive message and if I'm having real value of getting my clients into huge publications, you know, and getting them on podcasts and getting them in industry specific magazines, because the world needs that right now. They're so hungry and desperate for content. So if you're thinking, I don't know where to start, just start. You have something valuable to say and people need it now more than ever. And so are there some ways that you have seen people approach some of these platforms? Again, you need to lead with uh, the, the real value and and you know, saying that whatever platform that we are approaching, that the content we want to share is, as you said, in, inspiring and positive. That's important too. But are there some things that you've seen done or and or maybe even people are doing that you think that is the biggest way for you to be crossed off the list of, hey, yeah, let's get them on our platform. What are some things that we should stop doing? Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things you should stop doing, which we kind of touched on briefly, is sending out all these massive you know, pitches of like these blanket pitches that the editor knows, oh, they just sent this to everybody. That guys, how is that personable? Imagine if you're the editor, would you really take a, an email from someone if it's just like, hello, and you can tell it's copy and pasted? Like, come on, guys, these editors are human people. We have to have humanity. We have to have vulnerability. You know, if you want to get anywhere, it starts with that connection. And is it harder? Does it take more time? Yeah, because it's so worth it. You know, I'm able to get my clients places because I do research. You know, if you're reaching out to a podcast or if you want to be published somewhere, why don't you take the time to look at that editor's work, look at that podcaster's work and say, hey, you know what? I think I could provide value to your podcast because I see you service entrepreneurs and that's who I am and that's who I service. And I really liked your episode when you talked with Sally Bowles about, you know, moving forward and being an industry leader that really resonated with me. Then that podcaster and that editor goes, hey, like th th they actually like my work. They took the time to realize and see how they'd be a perfect fit for my audience. I want to work with this person. Now you've just made a connection for life. 
It's all about the details. Life is made up in the details, guys. Don't just paint broad strokes. You know, really get to know these people. That's how you get published. Something that you said, and and I'd love to just dive a little bit deeper into this, is, you know, when we talk about the power of the press, opportunities to get our message out there, are there areas or platforms that as entrepreneurs, we haven't recognized the real value of tapping into that because you said something and I know we're all experiencing that for some people they're speaking opportunities and getting on per, you know actual physical conferences networking events massive massive ways of getting out in front of our ideal clients so a, you know opportunities not there where are some of the places now I mean obviously podcast is a huge one but are there others that are remaining untapped that's really working well for you and your clients that you kind of think hey guys you really need to start focusing on these platforms too Yeah, I love that question. Thank you so much. Because guys, I'm going to tell you Victoria's secret. This is a secret. (laughs) You know how I was able to be in the real estate industry, guys, the most red ocean. Okay. Everybody goes after realtors. Okay. It's like marketing nightmare. You can't get through the noise. How was I able to build a six figure business in nine months with real estate? How? Because I went after what no other marketers were going after real estate specific publications. I went to the number one, Inman is the number one real estate publication in the world. No other marketers was attacking it. They just thought marketers were thinking, you know, paid ads, paid ads, paid ads. They weren't thinking about what are actually real estate agents reading. What do they look to for authority as, you know, the beacon of credibility in their industry? I went straight to the top and it was not easy, but I didn't have any competition with other marketers. I wasn't competing against spots because marketers weren't thinking about that. And so what I suggest to you, which is the biggest blue ocean, is whatever your industry is, e-com, sewing, you know, coaching for women, whatever it is that you do, go after specific magazines, because no other marketers are doing that right now. Go after industry specific. And it's going to be so great because you're going to be an authority in publications that your demographic actually care about. They're going to be yeah. reading those publications and there's no competition. So you're going to yeah. dominate. So that's my little secret tip. <laughs> I love that. How many people are not recognizing? And that's when, you know, when everyone zigzag, that's a beautiful, um, you know, example of that. So I remember one of my colleagues who was a printer, he said, you know, how many people are not tapping into to the beautiful uh, of printed goods. I mean, so many are now sending digital emails and, and so forth. Can you imagine if you send something, a physical product or, or even just a leaflet or so, something of value in the mailbox, that's going to to really stand. I love that. What about even, and, and let this kind of get the creative juices going, I would imagine too that in your industry, in the real estate, there may have also been other complementary services or so that that are very much uh, aligned with real estate that you also knew your real estate agents or the people you wanted to get in front of were also consuming and reading. So that could be also something that you tapped into, yes? So outside the industry, complementary to your industry. Oh, yeah. For example, one of my PR clients, he has a mortgage mortgage marketing agency, and we also pitch him on real estate podcasts, right? Because real estate and mortgage, they're so complimentary and they both work together so well. So getting him on those podcasts and in those publications was very complimentary to help with his mortgage branding. It's so funny because a lot of marketers, they just... They're like, oh, I need to be in Forbes and I need to be an entrepreneur. I need to be in Inc. Magazine. And I like, 
isn't your clientele roofers? Like, I don't know a roofer who reads Forbes, you know? Yeah. And so many times. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I want, my whole goal is not vanity metrics. I'm not trying to get you a vanity prize of being on Forbes. If that isn't in your best interest, I'm not going to pitch you there because my whole goal is let's make you an industry leader. And a lot of people, they think PR and they think like, you know, they think Forbes entrepreneur, but is that really what's in your best interest? Is that really what your clientele is reading? I want to be, you should be the industry leader. Let's go to where you can service clients and where they can hear your message the clearest and the loudest way possible. Something that uh, people may be asking themselves, particularly if they're transitioning from one industry to another and just if people are only just listening in or, or viewing. So you came from opera singer to real estate. Now, some people may be transitioning from one industry to another and the new industry, they don't really have a lot of experience in. And we're talking about positioning yourself as an industry thought leader. What content can they start sharing and, and, and pitching and, and presenting yeah. to potential opportunities for PR and still position themselves as, as knowledgeable. What did you do? Because obviously now you've got lots of experience in, 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 or you did have lots of experience. Now you're using that in the PR. As we're transitioning to build our name in, in, in that, what were some of the, the, the insights you can share that you did? Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I, I have a lot of experience in this, especially because a lot of my clients come and they, they're right at that transition mark. They're like, Victoria, I don't know if I need PR because I'm just starting. I don't have anything, you know, I don't have banners. I don't have anything. And I said, this is perfect. This is exactly why you should start because you don't have anything and I'm going to help you. And I'll tell you exactly what I tell them. The first thing that I do with my new clients is I, I say, pull up your Facebook, pull up your website. Let's see where you're at. And I want all of you, I encourage all of you to do that. Pull up your social media and just do an audit of where am I? How are people seeing me right now? What am I posting right now? Because when you get press, you want everything to be consistent. You don't want to have this one glorious article about you that you're an amazing business owner and then they come to your Facebook and it's like dogs and memes, you know? There needs to be some consistency that people see, oh, she says she's this. I go to her page, it's that. I go to her website, it's that. It's consistent. She makes sense, right? Her branding is on point. So the first thing you want to do is take an audit of where am I, what am I saying? What do I want to be saying? You need to have a bio for your Facebook. It's called a profile funnel. Like um, your Facebook page, we call it a profile funnel because you're funneling leads into that. You may not be using it, but you guys are sitting on a gold mine right now. You can be getting so many leads from your personal Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram page if you just know how to funnel it. And I'm going to tell you that right now. So take notes. First thing you want to do is make a banner that says exactly what it is you're doing. I help so-and-so do so-and-so and have your logo. If you don't just have your name. Just tell them very clearly what it is they're doing because you only have three seconds to impress people, okay? In three seconds, they're going to make an assessment of who you are, what it is you do, and whether or not they should buy from you, okay? So have that banner be first and foremost what it is that you do. Have some credibility, whatever. Make it look nice. You get a little piece of real estate, which is your bio. Just a couple of sentences or two. Make sure it's going to your landing page. Make sure it's going somewhere, at least telling people what it is exactly that you do. You know, if I come to your page and I don't know what you are, if it doesn't say anything, then I'm next. You've lost a sale. These things are so important, guys. You think you, you, know, you sort of overthink it and think, oh, that's my personal Facebook. Well, guys, there's no such thing as personal anymore. Like this is 2020. Like, welcome to the new world. Everything is open. There is no privacy. I'm sorry. It sucks. But that's just the way it is. And the way you represent yourself is how people are going to view you. So if you have a business, I recommend that you start right away 
taking a look at it as if you were your potential customer and how would you approach yourself? So change that new banners, say exactly what it is you do and make sure that it funnels people exactly to your website. Yeah, great point there. And something else that uh, as you're mentioning that and talking about your personal profile, it is so true because you were talking earlier about it's building relationships, it is sharing content and so forth, but building no like and trust. And so often when there are challenging situations, which all of us around the world uh, are and continue to experience, be mindful about what you share. To be honest, I have unfollowed and in some instances unfriended so many people because I look at their comments and I go, next, you know, and it could be just something just unfortunately that someone just mentioned. But if you see that repetitively, you know, they would never be someone that I would recommend someone to because of that. Mm-hmm. So, what you just said there is just so, so important. You may not necessarily be sharing, in your instance, it would have been real estate and someone else, it could be something else. But what you share personally can influence whether someone considers you as a trusted authority in, in your area of expertise and can, you know, can, can determine that from what you're sharing. And another thing I just want to add, if, if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, does this mean I don't get to post about my dog or my kids? No, no, we want your humanity. Honestly, we need humanity right now more than anything. If you're a meme poster, if you're a children's poster, please continue to do that. This is your personal space. Please, I'm not telling you not to. There's an 80-20 rule that I abide by. 80% of the time, post personal stuff, post whatever you want. 20% of the time, post business so that it doesn't take people more than a couple of scrolls to see something business related. To know that, oh, hey, this person is an authority. Like, yes, it's a cute picture of their cat, but hey, the next one is a post about their business, right? You only get those three seconds. So make sure you're not scrolling too far before you see a post that is something about what it is you do. Yeah, all such valid points. And uh, I'm just going to show another uh, comment here. We've got Julie Crockett saying, great tip to go into industry-specific publications, Victoria. So we've had um, some great comments coming through. So thank you so much for those who have followed along. So, Victoria, if people are watching or they're listening to the audio version of this podcast and they've loved what you've said and they want to know more about the work that you do and how you can support them, what is the best way for them to reach out? and to connect with you. Yeah, well, definitely there's my website, of course, victoriouspr.com. But I'm I'm a personal person and I don't I really do practice what I preach. So guys, if you have any questions whatsoever, if you want to connect with me, if going to a website and like filling out a form is 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 too much of a barrier, just send me a message on Facebook. I'm very easy to find, you know, Facebook.com slash Victoria Kennedy, you'll see me from my banner, you'll know it's me. Um, And just send me a message. I'm very personable. I want to get to know you guys. I don't bite, I promise, you know. And uh, I I really want to be here to provide value and service. So if there's anything you need, any questions you have, just, just shoot me a message on Facebook. Yeah, and there's nothing nothing uh, greater than following someone and especially, as you said, you, you walk your talk and then going and seeing, observing just how you do that as, as well. We can always learn and apply from there too. But I, I love that and I love, again, what we said that was something that you mentioned was, you know, businesses come and go, make people believe in you. And what you said earlier, and I think this beautifully can allow us to, to finish up, is that when you build that personal brand, when you build integrity and excellence, 
confidence and trust in a specific industry, when you change, there's going to be aspects of your community who need that new service or who know someone who needs that new service or new product. But because you've taken the time to build that personal brand, to build, you know, that know, like and trust, those people will automatically trust you as you enter into that new industry, as you transition into that too. So when's the best time to start? Well, it would have been last week, last month, last year. (laughs) When's the next best time to start? Right now, today. And I know, Victoria, that many of the insights you've shared, people can begin to apply and start to see the incredible results that you have had too. I I just wonder out of interest, you know, because you are an opera singer, um, do you share personally? Do you sometimes have you sharing videos and so forth of you singing as mm-hmm. well oh yeah. yeah all the time about every every couple of weeks or so I'll just I'll just post a video because I can't help but sing yeah, like, it's it's <laughs> so I'm like well I'm singing to myself I might as well just throw up a video and it's very funny because like every two weeks I'll always get someone who didn't see the last video just like what you sing and I and I, and I don't tell them like I'm just like, oh, occasionally, you know. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I just woke up with this voice yeah. today. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been an absolutely del- delight. And, again, just her website, uh, victoriouspr.com. Uh, Go and connect with her, Victoria Kennedy, and, of course, you can be found on Facebook as well. Thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.